Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Agent Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And we just finished watching Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. We did indeed. And this is the first time we've hit a Harry Potter film this year. Hooray! Um, insert random track of cheering <laughs> people. Hooray! Uh, I mean, it's taken... Um, it's, it took a while for us to get back into the swing of things with the Harry Potter series. Um, as you know, originally... We plan to have it finished within the year. Anyway, we're finally back on the Harry Potter series. Yep. Before we get into that, there's a couple of things that I need to um, promote. So if you are a fan of energy drinks, but you don't want the fizziness, then um, there's a perfect time for you to try a still energy drink called Rogue Energy. Now with Rogue Energy, you can use it for game. It's made for gamers, streamers podcasters, anyone to do with like in the media industry that spends a lot of time in front of a computer because it gives you the energy that you you lose as you yep. go like throughout the day. However, you can use it every day. Myself and Chris do. Uh, we use it more or less in the gym, um, which is, it benefits, I guess. I mean, it gives you the extra boost that you need. Yep, keep on um, running. Exactly. Um, so if you would like to have Rogue Energy, you want to give it a taste or even a little tester, then go over to Rogue Energy or click in the link description. And then when you click on the checkout and use the code AYU10, you get a discount of 10%. And how many times can you use that? Infinitely. Exactly. But only once per transaction. Yes. Uh, yeah. You, you can't, can't just say that. 10% right? so, yeah, yeah, AYU10 for, and get all your money back. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. If you want 15% off, then the only way to do that is by literally keep buying stuff. Rogue Energy will allow us to be able to up it to 15%. Increase the amount the discount is worth. Exactly. Um, and that only works through you, not through us. So that's literally on you. you know? yep. yeah. Do or don't, either way. You want more, spend more. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, if you like merchandise, but with a kind of sound effect twist, then um, head over to our Spreadshirt mm -hmm. website, which is also in the link description, where you can buy that. If you want the same sort of merchandise, but on cups, pillows, and stickers and other bits and pieces, like more stuff around the house. Yeah. Um, then go over to our Redbubble page, and all the stuff's on there. Will all the that be in the description as well. Links in that description as well. And finally, if you make nerdy things, or if you like to do like drawings, or which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, or anything like that, nerdy, anything nerdy, basically pop culture wise. Then there's a website www.nerdclub.co.uk. Go over there and go onto that website and um, they will actually list your products for you. And do everything for you. All you have to do is be a part of it and they'll help you list it. So if you do like stuff like that or you want to buy nerdy stuff, go over to that website and go from there. Uh, shoot them a message or on their Facebook page or on their website. They'll gladly get back to you and help you with anything that you need. Nerdy, I guess. Excellent. Plug's done? Yep. Yeah. As I said, it's been a while. Um... It took me a minute to remember what was going on, to be fair. You did seem to think it was a different movie multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know when you have a vague memory of something, but it's not that memory that you're thinking of? So you watch a film. I think my eyes just crossed <laughs> trying to figure that out. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so like, I was watching the film and I was like, oh, he, he doesn't go. Because I, I was going to say to you about Lenny Henry being one of the voices of the um the little uh, shrunken heads. Shrunken heads. Um, and no. I was like, no, we had this conversation. <laughs> like, we, had sure. we had it in the previous video. I think maybe the video before that. <laughs> so, yeah, it just I was so baffled for a minute. Um, but, yeah, I got back on track pretty quick when uh, I realized what was going on and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, this is the fifth one. 
Uh, there's three more films, but it's two more books. Yes. Which is still confusing. Not really. One book was so big that it splits two movies. Yeah, I, which I appreciate. But this could have had a second film. With the amount of stuff that's missed. Because you kept saying I they know. missed that from the book. <laughs> they didn't do that. The importance of that. Like, well, so, much, no, so much important stuff was missing that they didn't put in. And they put the stuff that wasn't as important in. Yeah. Now, why? Why, why do that? Some ad, some executive some executive over at Warner Brothers or whoever owns it. Well, we'll make it this way. Yeah. You know, so... But it is what it is. I mean, we've said that from the very first one all the way up to the last one. The bits that are missed of, of importance are kind of there, especially later on when they talk about the Horcruxes. Yeah. Um, you know, as again, another thing that's missed. But we'll cross that when we get to that. Um, initial thoughts going in. Obviously, I know you've seen it, and I've seen it. Any thoughts going in? I enjoy Harry Potter a lot. I've even been on the Harry Potter tour. Yeah. Up in London. I am, I've been on Pottermore. I'm a Ravenclaw. I have mm-hmm. my name of my wand and I have my Patronus. Yeah. I'm not burnt out on Harry Potter, but it's getting mm-hmm. to the point where I'm you've got a floppy. Yeah, I know. I'm not allowed to sort my thing out. And we, uh, me and my <laughs> <laughs> I had the bottom of the cable to sort my, sort my mic out and it was sort of dropped. Yeah, go on. You floppy cable. There are things you can rub into that table. Yeah. Uh, I'm not burnt out on it. I just I do enjoy it, but I don't know. It's just a lot now. Do you, so I'll be honest. Since we've done the podcast on them, and you've had to kind of like look more into it rather than just beyond the film, you have to look beyond the film, right? Right, and know that you got to take mental notes about this and this and this. Do you feel like it's kind of killed the franchise for you? Teeny, yeah. I'm the, the same. I'm the same. I enjoyed the. The the meth the magical behind it. Now I'm looking at all the. I'm having to interest my brain. And look at the canon of it all. It's yeah, like, but as I said to you multiple times during it, if he just used his wand to cast a magical oath to state he was telling the truth, everyone would have had to have believed him because he still <laughs> yeah. had his magic. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot to go on. Uh, I mean, as as you know, we we jump around um, fairly. Um, I mean, we'll pull it on the same terms. We we fly around. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more. We evaporate all over the place. Yes, that that I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, so we um, would you say we evaporate? No, would you say apparate? Apparate. I was I was close. I had the word "arate" in it. <laughs> You're making me irate. <laughs> <laughs> evaporate is water. Apparate is wizards. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, You're a lot duck. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Um, but, but yeah, so they apparate. Yeah. Yeah. Like everywhere. Um. It, it did get confusing though like a lot like so much was happening and I was like by the time I kind of got a gist even though I've seen it before by the time I kind of got a gist of what was happening and reintroducing myself into the yeah. series again I was like oh oh okay like it just some it was just a bit over the top it sometimes it spark the fire in me that it used to when I used to watch it yeah so I feel like this one's less not the word. I don't want to use the word magical because it's got magic in it, but it lacks lacks something. It's less enthralling to me. It doesn't draw me in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, without having to use the word magical, because yeah. it's the idea. Is the magic's film, there, but... but the magic feels more grey than sparkly white. To me. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Though for me, this one was the step of them taking the first step of them going down a darker route. Yeah. Well, they had to, didn't they? The yeah. Books definitely, t- the books definitely turned that way. 
Um, but I think the way they'd done it was great as well. You know, they were... In all the other ones, they, they, they had left Hogwarts at some point or they'd gone somewhere or something. It started somewhere and gone. Yeah. But with this one, towards the end, it was very... Like, the last 30 minutes flew by so quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, suddenly one battle, then another, then... Then, then, then the final. Yeah. I was like... Because you pause it just to check, see how... Because we got to the point where there was in the... Um, the room with the prophecy ball. Yeah. Uh, is it crystal ball in it? Well, uh, it's in the book. I mean, it's just a prophecy. Yeah. Pro- so in the room of prophecy. And, uh, Ooh, fancy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the room of prophecy. <laughs> I, I don't know why I've done the hand movement. No one can do The room of prophecy. <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah. So there was in the, uh, that prophecy room. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> room of salute. Um, and, you paused it because you was like, oh, they're there. And I was like, there's got to be near the end now. Like, we've just... Oh, yeah, I wanted to check yeah. how much longer we had. And it was like half hour. So it's like, all right. Then all of a sudden it was finishing. I was like, whoa. Like, that was... It was so quick. The action draws you along with it. It's like when, when Harry was running. I always skipped right at the end. Yeah. When Harry was running, but the camera's moving as well. Yeah. And I, I, they had two different techniques that they used for like, different camera, um, like, tricks in, in a way. So... At the end, when you see Harry's running, and you've got one of the uh, Death Eaters right, kind of running next to him for a minute, I was like, "That's not serious," because <laughs> it looked similar, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the Death Eaters was running either left or right of him, fly- flying past him with him, and it seemed like the camera tripod itself was on a set of wheels because the way it was moving was more. Yeah, it's almost like there was a track next to him. Yeah, so it was kind of tracking him, him running. But right at the beginning, when Harry and Dudley are running. The camera's like the cameraman's running from the side, and it's more of a jumpy run. Yeah, I liked the jumpy run more than I did the smoother one at the end. Well, with the jump, with the the atmosphere for the first one, it was more panicked, more uncertain what's yeah. happening. So they tried they tried to show that through the camera work. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the the the, the last one, he knows he's trying to run away. He's got an aim to focus towards. He's making sure he's going towards it, and that's why the camera's moving. Quickly. Yeah, yeah, but um. I, but they, that's just my theory on it. Yeah, but that does make sense. But I love the fact that they they didn't stick to one deadpan no. kind of across. It, it was so much was going on. And the cameras picked up different bits and angles and stuff. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but story-wise, do you think this one is as is of importance? Like other than, I would say, probably the last half hour of the movie. That was the important part for me. I can see that, yeah. Sorry, if I was a bit <laughs> off then. The movie, in parts, felt like filler. Some of the bits were just being put in there to stretch out the time. At what part? So is there, was there a specific part for you when I was like... Well, the fact they uh, reduced the amount of um, interaction you had with Cho Chang. Yeah. They were supposed to be a full-blown, like, them going on a date to Mud and Pufflefoots or something in, in Hogsmeade. Mm-hmm. And then him having to leave to meet up with Hermione and... Uh, thingy getting jealous a lot more. Yeah, uh, just, Ginny. Yeah, yeah. If they were going to cut out all all the better bits of his technical, you know, very short relationship, why bring her in at all? Why give him his kiss and then just do nothing? Why not just? Yeah, like I could have cut that and not made it a bigger yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Um, what about you? So bits that kind of lingered. Yeah. Uh, so I understand the idea of um, Umbridge coming in and kind of ruining Hogwarts for what yeah. it is and kind of making it ministry 
um, in a way. But there was just a, too much. Like, I get the idea of her um, like nailing the, the new rules in and stuff like that. But her walking around in the corner and then flicking a wand to split two people up, it could have been out of it. Like, that wasn't... It wasn't needed. No, um, it really wasn't. Like, there was a lot of unnecessary miniature scenes within a scene or moments within a scene that was like, mm, well, that wasn't important. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, the... Un- as I said before, I really disliked the Umbridge character. Yeah, I noticed you wasn't a fan of her. I think, do you, would you say she is more hated than Voldemort? I don't know, Voldemort isn't... He's not... I don't think he's being evil just to be evil. He wants to control, he wants to rule. Yeah. Even if it's to wipe out another group of people, he's, he's evil, no doubt. I'm not saying he's a good person. Yeah. But she's doing it out of, She is being evil. Or, or if you look at the books, she does it because she's basically obsessed with Cornelius. Yeah. She does whatever she can to make his life better. Yeah. It wasn't touched on this film that she, she is the one who's... Was it was out of the room when she said she sent the Dementors? Uh, I think they were in the forest, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out of the room. I was downstairs at that point, yeah. But yeah, she said she's the one who said she violated the rules of the government just to shut up someone who was causing her dear Cornelius a few problems. In the school, yes, because I would say she's more hated than Voldemort in the school because she's a, a figure that's there. They yeah. can aim at hate. If it's okay. with Voldemort, he's an elusive figure somewhere out there. Yeah. All right. So that that's from the Potterverse uh, perspective, right? Yes. What about from an audience perspective? I loathed her. Would you say she's more hated than Voldemort then? <laughs> like, I I think, like, maybe we could do that as a poll, if if we can. Um, that would be a better idea than me trying yeah, to figure yeah. out. A poll I mean, would be brilliant. I, I would say, personally... I would say it's 50-50 because they've both got their, their ways. Like Voldemort done a lot more. He was a cool villain. Like he was... He did direct evil. Yeah. Whereas she's just irritating and infuriating and, yeah. and stuff like that. Like she she's there to get under your skin. Yeah. I, you know? That's weird. We were talking, I told you multiple multiple ways she could be taken out permanently. <laughs> yeah. You, I was like, you was a, um, a, a member stu- of the student. A, a student there. Then, when um, everyone's crowded around, quick jab to the back yeah. of the neck with a spell and she's gone. She's dealt with. <laughs> Um, don't give me magical powers no, anyone no, I would no. not do well with them no um, same as you becoming a Jedi or Sith you'd, you'd fall to Sith I, I, I wouldn't even stay a Jedi I'd be like here's your Jedi powers I'm now Sith yeah lightning <laughs> yeah the light the dark the light the sky would just darken and <laughs> one way to charge it. up your phone yeah <laughs> <laughs> you Sith lightning to charge your phone um but yeah so I, we'll make that a poll on the uh, the Facebook page and the Twitter I think we can do that on Instagram as well can we? I believe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we can. So we'll put it on a poll in a couple of places um, and we'll we'll link, we'll try and link the, the podcast over to that as well. Um, if you follow us on our socials, then um, join in with the poll, tell us who you think is um, who's the more hated. Is it is it Voldemort or is it Umbridge? Um, I'm, I'm quite intrigued now to see the answers because <laughs> I think it could be split. He seemed was he seemed more like a supervillain, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's, she, she is. It's like Mo Jojo, <laughs> like from uh, Powerpuff Girls. Do you remember when he was just? Remember him with a with a big head and oh, he's the monkey. monkey yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like more cool, like that, <laughs> um, or um, more Magneto. Okay, I can I can go with Magneto. Yeah, he's more Magneto, whereas she's more like Friends of Humanity. Yeah, the racist group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just ugh. um. But yeah, that that'll be interesting. So um, yeah, please vote, vote and tell us, and then we'll mention it on the next episode. Yeah, 
uh, on the next Harry Potter one. Yeah, on the next Harry Potter one. Yeah, whenever that will be. Uh, next week, two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely not. Um, <laughs> Just come round with all the other duties. We're getting this done today. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we've we kind of so Umbridge is the in this Umbridge is the hated one. Yep. Um, a lot is going on. The idea of the Ministry of Magic, magic doing the. What did you think of the the way they kind of tried to flip the the trial on Harry? So they said it was one point, and then changed it deliberately. Yeah, they changed the time and the place of the meeting, and it's this. It was really bad political manoeuvring. Yeah, really, just a way for them to get him to shut up. If they if they got him expelled, they could get rid of him, and he wouldn't cause any more problems. But by doing that. I feel like if if they did expel him and Voldemort had come back the way he was going to come back anyway, it's yeah. inevitable that that was going to happen. Oh, you would have had Fudge uh, begging Dumbledore to f- go and find Harry and bring yeah, him back. Yeah, like I just I that, that, I mean it's that again. It's one of those things where it kind of confuses me because I'm like, but did you not see what happened with uh, like in the previous film with Mad Eye? I think a lot of. You know, I can't remember exactly, but I think a lot of it was just covered up and hushed up. I mean, the government, as far as I know, never knew about the dirty great basilisk that was in the school. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Like, it's just it it baffles me a little. The the wizards aren't known to be smart. Anyone who's read any of the extended uh, books or anything like that, yeah, knows that the the the, sh- the sheep, mm. whoever's loudest, whoever shouts the hardest, the, will um, follow them. Yeah. yeah, but it just it, it really confused me. Like in I said, in ways like. They knew what happened with Mad Eye last in the last one. Yeah, um, which was who? Barty the, Crouch Jr. Marty Crouch. That's it. Yeah, um, I was going to say David Tennant's character. Yeah, so Barty Crouch Jr. Um, senior, see what had happened, and then did he resign? Am I right in thinking? No, he died. Did he die? Yeah, his son killed him. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the books, they turned him into a bone and buried him in the pumpkin patch. So we know what happened with Barty like, with Junior. Why are the ministry not going? There's a reason. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Right. The, law, the law. I think the law is that um, Fudge is being bribed, or you're taking bribes, or is being blackmailed by Lucius Malfoy. You're right. Because right at the beginning of the film, you see them talking. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I just feel like there was there's parts of it when you could have been like, mm, you know, like if if you'd have looked in previous situations. You know, that's why that's why I said the oath, didn't I? Yeah, I mentioned that so many times through the movie. If Harry just stood up in the in the trial and gone, I swear on my magic, I swear on my life, I swear on all this, that Voldemort has returned. So would it be? The oath would have been sealed, mm. and people would see he was still alive. Therefore, he must be telling the truth. Yeah, but again, we don't get the uh, the simplisticness simplisticness of that. Um, is there anything? That you didn't enjoy. So we'll go for didn't and then we'll go for did because we'll end it on like a more positive. Um, there was a few things that I was like, I questioned. I questioned a lot of it as you spoke. Yeah, for. yeah. Uh, would you say you questioned more of the magical, the more of a visual side of magic than you did the actual magic itself? Does that make, does that make sense as a question? Yeah, I'm just, I'm yeah. just trying to figure out how to... But I didn't know if that didn't sound right. <laughs> no, it made sense. I'm just figuring out how to... Like, I'll, I'll I'll give an example. So when they went to Sirius's house and then the new building extended out of that. You were thinking, what, if, if we'd see from the uh, fish was, tank the fish that tank, the, yeah. the water was moving and shaking, but the muggles didn't realise anything was going yeah. on. Yeah, you know, and things like that. And I'm like, okay, if, if you're going to add the aspect of 
rowing a house through a house. Great. It, it's amazing. It does look really cool and magical. Yeah. But there needs to be either, if you're making the water move, they have to realise something's <laughs> happening. Or not. <laughs> or don't do that. That's why I just said to you, they'll just say it's magic. It's a, it's a notice me, not charm. Yeah. Which is kind of a deus it's, ex machina. It's, it's, I feel like sometimes they plaster over something because they don't have an definitive answer. Like, <laughs> something I saw on the internet, so, um, someone pointed out a plot hole in something and someone went, someone made up a excuse why, and the guy goes, well, that's poured a ton of concrete into that plot hole. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it's one of those, isn't it? I think yeah. there's quite a few in Harry Potter, in the franchise as a whole, um, that obviously we won't bring up, but it's things... The things that are very important, for example, the the house extending out, look good. But there were bits that were a bit, you know, really. In my mind, I'm thinking, what happens at the end of the street? There's already a house there. Does that get pushed into the road or something? And people just assume there's always been a house in the road. I don't know. And again, it's one of those things you kind of have to look past. You have to just embrace the magic. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll tell you what I did enjoy. The telephone box. That was really cool. Yeah. I prefer the toilet way, though. Yeah, you said about that. They, is it, the they, do they go in the toilet then? They, they stand in the toilet itself and then flush the chain and they just go dip down the toilet. How would they both fit in the toilet? They do separate toilets. Oh, okay. I thought we... I thought we they don't stand uh, in the same toilet. I, this I is slightly say, uncomfortable. We say Harry and Arthur Weasley just standing with a foot in each. There's a video online of a kid doing that. He's doing the toilet with a wand. Yeah. Flushed it in. <laughs> flushed, what are you doing? I'm going to Hogwarts or something like that. And he's like... Yeah. <laughs> but... But yeah, I mean that would be quite a funny, um, that'd be quite a funny image. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that Arthur Weasley would attempt as well. Like the idea of him being stupid with the um, trying to tap in with the oyster, the, uh, the oyster card. I was would you keep swiping his hand over it? Yeah, I get it, but surely visually he sees someone putting a card in or tapping a. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like it's, that's the first time he's been to London. No, but I, I, I think it's one of the first times he's been on the underground. Oh, is it? Yes, because I think the, most of the times he's been to London, he's either been in the Ministry car or on the, one of the, like, the night bus. Yeah. Which is a bit misleading because it operates pretty much all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's spelled night, so it's K-N-I-G-H-T. Like the, yeah, like a saving. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, or operating straight to Diagon Alley, because why would a wizard need to go into Muggle London? Yeah, I, I guess. But then like nine and three quarters, that, that's King's Cross. So they'd have to get there. They, um, they have... No, they don't. So I'm trying to figure out what I remember from canon, what I remember from stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'd have to. Get, he'd have to get there, but he could probably operate to the um, the building, the ministry, and go mm. across from that. Maybe I don't know, but do you know, uh, what? it's the. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's the pub, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can walk out of the yeah. pub into yeah. Okay, because that's where it leads to Diagon Alley, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good point actually. But I just feel like there was a time for there's a there's parts where you could have the comedic bit and I get it at that point but I, I said I've, if if it was someone like Ron you would expect more because he hadn't been to London yeah, Arthur would. Weasley has do you know what I mean yeah he should have had some experience of doing this already yeah I mean you'd think the, the wizard government the Ministry of Magic would give them a basic course of how to not attract attention in Muggle London yeah like when when they first met um, this was uh, in the Chamber of Secrets like when Harry first meets Arthur Weasley like properly when they go, when he gets rescued, and he goes, "What's the function of a rubber duck?" All oh, right, yeah. Like, I, I just, I, I get the funniness of it, but as you said, surely they should have an inch, a, a course of 
this is how to interact within a muggle land. This is what they... They should have more of an understanding of us than we should of them. Oh, yeah. That, that in my opinion. But also, remember the purebloods. Purebloods look down on muggles. We're, we're apparently more like animals to them. Yeah. Because at the time when we were living in huts and things, they were mm. living in their stately mansions. Yeah. Their, their summer houses and all this. I guess so. But we have continued to evolve and grow. And they have stayed the they same. They stayed the same, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, that was just my thought on that, that kind of thing. Um... So much goes on with the story. Where where would you want to start from it? Like, do you want to start just mention the, of the important bits because some bits were were important, some wasn't. We stick with the important bits. Yeah. All right. So people who have seen uh, people who listen to this podcast, I'm pretty sure they must have seen the movie before, so they'll know what we're referring to. Yeah. So Harry coming to um, Sirius's house was great. Yeah. Um. But I don't really. I feel like the only part that was important there was. When they sat down and Harry says, if you're starting an army, I want to join. Yeah, everything else was... Like the eel with Crookshanks and... Yeah. Like, it, again, it just felt like it was filler just to have them on, like, something happening. Yeah. You know? Because, once again, the book is somewhat different. Yeah. I mean, they... they, they, they it's, it's not just an ear, I think. It's like a piece of string. Mm. They lower it down to be able to hear. I think, actually, no, there is an ear on it. Yes, there is an ear. They lower it down and they have to pull it back up quickly because Mrs. Weasley was coming. Yeah. Well, in this, Crookshank runs off and eats it, apparently. But where was he? He was here. Was Because uh, I, when I first see it, I was like, oh, that's one of the twin's ears. Yeah. Like, like you'd that, magic or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you drop it down? It's one of their products for their, their joke shop called the Extendable Ear, which isn't mentioned in any way. Yeah. Because in. Oh, it's just, I wish they'd stuck to the books a little more because there's so much, some of the smaller details which make sense with some of these scenes. Yeah, exactly but, my but point. We, look, you, me and you see his filler now. Because we are not getting the backstory of them. Yeah. You know, because we don't find out, like, we find out that the we, the Weezies are now of age to be able to do um, yep, like magic outside of Hogwarts. 17 is the year they come of a set, uh, come of age. To, is it do magic outside of the school, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have, we see them just pop in and ear, ear in there, which is great. Operating, yes. But, again, there's, there's nothing behind, we only find out that because... In two ways. One, that you find out that Harry does it in the trial and is underage. And, like, we find out that you have to be of a certain age. Yeah. And then um, Molly Weasley says, now you're of age and you can use um, magic outside of school. Don't have to pull your wands out to do everything. But I was like, but they didn't pull their wands out to do that. Like, no, operation is a wandless talent, I think. But they did mention a restriction of underage magic in the second one, or at least in the yeah. first second one. But do you know what I mean? Again, yeah. it's another thing whereas. They're just throwing something at you and expecting to know what they're talking about. Yeah. Not everyone who's seen the movie has read the books. So I feel like the idea was the books come first. Yeah. Then when they'd done the massive releases for like the last four or whatever it was, they expected everyone to be read or to have read them. So when the films come out, they knew. Yeah. But not everyone would have done. No. Um, and I think like partly that's of not of the person's fault, but it's a 50-50 of well, you should have read it at the same time the the film should have explained more. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, so I, I do like the scene when um, Harry finally meets Sirius again and uh, they, they give that like hugged, embrace yeah. hug. Um, well, he's the only, right, Remus Lupin is there, but he doesn't seem much of a, like, connected to the family that much now. Yeah. He, he's, he's like a distant uncle rather than like Sirius who is the fun, close uncle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do like though that, um, so in the in the last one, Lupin was of the of importance. 
Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, so you had, you had Sirius that was important in the Prisoner of Azkaban, right? Yes. And then am I right in thinking that Lupin was important in the Goblet of Fire? That's with, like when he becomes the werewolf and all that, isn't it? No, that's in the third one. Is that in the third one as well? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, he's the defense against the Dark Hearts. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and in the fourth one, it's the Goblet, isn't it? Yeah, and all that. Yeah. So, so him and him and Sirius were important in the third. one. In the third one. Yeah. And then when it comes to that, that to the fifth one, they're in, they're of importance, but they don't take the center stage. Yeah. So like they're more background than they are foreground. Yeah. In in parts, it's also the familiar relationship. He's Harry is latched onto Sirius like he would a father figure. Yeah. Well, because he hasn't had one. No, he's he's had he's had no parental figures. Yeah, think about it. You've got Vernon and Petunia Dur- Dursley, and their whale of a child. I don't like any of them. Yeah, did it, did I say in the book what happens to Dudley? Well, he, well he's nearly kissed. Yeah, they. God, sorry, it's been a very long time since I've read that book. I think they 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 do leave like in this the movie does. They take him yeah. away at the place, and that's when. Um, I think Harry's there for like a day or two by himself mm. before the order shows up or, to yeah. take him. But yeah, I think that's basically the same. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because sometimes they, they, again, they they took bits out of the book. Like um, in the the first one, when uh, you find out that Harry uh, is a wizard, and then they miss out that whole big scene about them getting to the, the, um, the island the island bit, yeah. which is quite a good scene. Yeah, it's quite a good bit to read. Those, those, it's like half a chapter's worth of story. Yeah. Just to totally uh, which is talk. quite... In- it's, more, uh, it's more entertaining. Yeah, because you know. they stay at a hotel and the, the guy comes over to them and tells them, is any, any of you, Mr. Harry Potter, got about a hundred of these letters here for him. Yeah. Vernon stands up, I'll take them, and he goes off. Yeah. Vernon goes a bit bonky, starts carrying around a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and he tries then he, to hammer he a door with a piece of cake. And then he rows, he rows them to the, yeah. to the, you know, but yeah. So again, they miss that the, the, some bits that are great. You know, unfortunately, it's uh, the the executives that make up that make the choice whether this bit okay. Does it continue to help the pace of the movie along? Yeah. If not, they just chop it off. Exactly. Um, then we get the Umbridge. Like, so we get all that stuff. The Umbridge stuff. Um, again, we kind of crossed off. We it's there's so much going on with her. Like she's trying, she's taking control of Hogwarts. Yeah, so the Ministry wants someone in Hogwarts they can control, someone that the, the Fudge trusts. But does he trust her enough? Do you think? No, I don't think Fudge actually trusts anyone. He's he's a petty little power monger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I would agree. I'm I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of Fudge, but then at the same time, I guess, with everything that's ever gone on on Hogwarts, he he does have. A right to have speculation. <laughs> yeah, the, the people always say Hogwarts is the safest school. Uh, the first year you had a giant three-headed dog. And a big old troll in, in, in a dungeon. Yeah, the second year you had a gigantic snake. Yep. And people being petrified. Third year you had dementors running around the school grounds. Fourth year, the dragons. Ced- yeah, and fourth year, Cedric dies. Yeah, dragons uh, as well. So. Yeah. So parents would be thinking, what the... F- Freaking heck is going on. Yeah, ex- exactly. You know, so I understand from his point of view, so much has gone on. He, not, he isn't sure what's true and what isn't. Is he also overly paranoid about Dumbledore? I would say so. Dumbledore never wanted... It's, it's part of law. Dumbledore was offered the position of minister like two or three times. Mm. He said no. He turned it down. I don't think Cornelius Fudge, Cornelius Fudge has ever forgotten the fact that he was more popular than Fudge and he turned it down. Yeah. It's always been lingering in the back of Fudge's mind like, if this man wanted to, he could simply say yes, and I'd be kicked out. out of, yeah, 
I guess so. Um, speaking of Dumbledore. Yes. Now, I know it's... I'll probably not get flack, but I really hated him in this film. Like, I had such a, just like, hatred for his actions and his behaviour in this. He acts well, He acts in a way he believes is correct, but we both agree at the end that he was being a bit of a twat. Yeah, because basically, at, throughout the whole film, Dumbledore refuses to acknowledge Harry. Doesn't even speak to like, him. No, he, he comes to his rescue when it's needed, and that's it. But that's it. But it, I was just, every time I, I watch it, and like Harry will go, Dumbledore, nothing. Or Professor, nothing. And then doesn't Harry scream, like, listen to me or something? Look at me. And that's yeah. when he, it, in the book, that's when Voldemort's peeking behind his eyes. Yeah. And that's what, that's the only reason Dumbledore turned around checking. He's like, is he there? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, all this time you've been doing that. And then he says, oh, I apologize. I thought by ignoring you, it would protect you. But I'm thinking, if Harry's got stuff going on... He needs someone. The first four films, they moaned when he didn't say nothing. Now he's begging for their help and trying to tell them. Yeah. And they're now ignoring him. And I'm like, well, the, you just, <laughs> the whole table just flipped and nothing gained from it. And Harry still got hurt in the process. Dumbledore said that by removing himself from Harry's presence, Voldemort would be less tempted to try and peek through to take control. But all he, all he was doing was making Harry feel more isolated and more vulnerable, which makes him easier prey for Voldemort. Well, yeah, because the people that he needs to rely on... Are ignoring him. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you what real was really good. The, uh, we see a different side of Snape in this one, I feel. Well, yeah, two things. Um, Snape, we finally see that he's, he, might be a, he might be a nasty piece of work most of the time, but he was much like Harry. Mm. He was bullied and isolated. Yeah, yeah. And we find out it was actually James Potter which did the bullying and the isolating. And I, do you think that kind of, not humble, I won't say humbled because that isn't the right word. Do you think that made Harry, like, rethink things? A bit. In a was, way. But now we also understand why Snape thinks the way he does of Harry. He looks exactly like his dad. He was getting away with stuff just like his dad would. Yeah. So I, I see if you, you get a different perspective of Snape. Yeah. Um, and then you get another different perspective of Snape. In the same film, which is a little later, when Umbridge asks for the potion. Spiritus Serum. Um, yeah, to get the truth. Yeah, but she's been using an illegal potion on students just to get information. Mm. And a bit that I like is Snape says, oh, we used it all up on, used the last up on Chang, Cho? Yeah. What's her name? Chang. Chang. Um, used the last lot on Chang. And then Harry just says, Padfoot is in, or is it, is in the place. They've got Padfoot in the place where it's hidden. Yeah. And I feel like that was all that was needed to be said. And Snape was... Snape oh. understood what was going on there, but he, he protected Harry by saying, I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Which I loved, because it was a case of message like received and understood. Yeah. But unfortunately, Harry didn't know that. He just thought Snape was ignoring him. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's one of those where you, you're still, at this point, not sure what side Snape's on. I think after everything we've seen, all the movies and books I've read, for the longest time, he was on his own side. Mm. He would serve both Voldemort and Dumbledore to see whoever was going to come out on top. It's only later on that I think he committed more fully to Dumbledore's side. Do you think? Yeah. At this point then, do you think he's still either side? Or do you think he's, 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 he's starting to make a following He's, he's starting to turn towards, more towards Dumbledore at this yeah. point. He's, 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 he's not a nice person. Let's not, give, let's not make him like El Snake was such a lovely man. He no, wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. But a lot of he never once stopped loving Lily. 
Yeah. So it really hurt him with them, but the woman he loved. But it started going out with the bully who was making his life hell. Yeah, I get that. Um, did the person... <laughs> I mean, I don't know why it reminded me of that. Um, but we know when you get the... Uh, when Harry goes into Snape's mind. Yeah. Um, and then you see young Snape. For some reason, I thought of Kylo Ren. <laughs> like it's the it, nose and it, the hair. It, it reminded me of Kylo. And I was like, oh, is he going to the dark side? Like, it really reminded <laughs> me of Kylo. And I was like, that's an odd... <laughs> Um, well, Kylo didn't even exist, did he? He, was, well, he wasn't saying that was around back then. Yeah, yeah, but it it really looked like, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, for a minute, <laughs> I generally thought it was Kylo. Um, You're mixing up your uh, your franchise. I am, yeah, so. sorry. It's recently been made a fourth. Um, not to date this, but <laughs> it was recently made a fourth. It's like you get that thing on the screen, don't you? You can have, um, use the force, uh, use the force, Harry, says Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> How to pee off loads of people yeah. with one go. Um, yeah. <laughs> That'd be quite annoying. Is that on a t-shirt? I've only se- I've seen it online. Just oh, put on a t-shirt. I'd have to get that as a t-shirt. That'd be great. What, use the force, Harry. Yeah, just imagine taking that to Comic Con. <laughs> oh. What you do is you go dressed as like a a, a blue stormtrooper with like a like, uh, with a, like a wizard staff or something. Yeah. You deliberately <laughs> say to someone, "Yeah, he was in the movie." Yeah. Really getting to vote. <laughs> yes, he was. Can you imagine? Oh, that there would be a riot at <laughs> yeah. Comic Con. You try. I want sort of someone not get into a fight, but a verbal argument, because the guy was carrying the wrong number of swords for his character. I know. It, it, but, yeah. Okay. Some um, people. Yeah. I, I love many things. I've watched more than more my fair share of anime stuff. It's wonderful. But you don't need to go so over the top <laughs> about <laughs> it. None of the characters I've gone as have, have been a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> we don't know, mention I, last I, year. I, last year never happened. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think. I was like, hang on. Because you know what it was? Because I edited your photo the other day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I was like, was that last year? <laughs> no, that was that was, that my, was the year before. Rest, yeah, rest my in, second year. Let's take a moment of silence for that hat. My hat. Moment's over. <laughs> um, my hat that you know. murdered. It, it flew off your head. You made me stand in the bloody <laughs> wind to get a good, decent picture. <laughs> I got a good picture. Yeah, for the, for the, for the cost of my hat. Yeah. Still floating right. down the Thames somewhere. I told you, we've got to drop a rose in the next time we go. <laughs> <laughs> just faded hello darkness my old friend you've got to yeah. do that <laughs> I mean the costume of, wait which one am I you still got it you've still got the costume you'd have to change into both we can do that at any time though yeah take the costume to a park <laughs> yeah. or the, the bridge just dropped me someone's sitting there <laughs> got to do that yeah yeah we'll that do that that would be amazing um, <laughs> hello off the track we're yeah, back again yeah, what was that um, we were saying about Snape weren't we what was you talking about <laughs> I got so sidetracked I oh, know how um, did we get to the hat because you're talking about um, the, the costumes, yeah, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I mean, let's just backtrack. Right, Snape's um, a bad man. Yeah, but he's um, oh right. So it's either side. So he's more on um, going towards Dumbledore's side at this point. Yeah. So right. So we we do see another side of Dumbledore. Um, or Snape. Oh, sorry. We see another side of Snape. Um, although yeah, we and right. We do see a different side of Dumbledore too. Like, yeah. He does become a bit obnoxious in in ways. Um, I agree. Yeah, I don't. See, there's not much of... I don't want to badmouth the film because it's not bad. But I just feel like there's so much of this film that's... Meh. It, it's just like... It's it's a film. Like, it's just a Harry... It's a, it's a filler Harry Potter film for the next one. Yeah. You know? Like, my next one's... The, the, the Half-Blood Prince is my favourite. This this one, this one puts Harry in the mental position of having lost the last person he's got in his life that he thinks of as a parent. Yeah. Basically, it sets Harry up to be the person he is in the next movie. Like you said, it's just filler, prepare, yeah, prepare, it's... a preparatory movie. Yeah. Um, 
all right, so let, let's talk about like the CGI and stuff. Not not that it's. I won't go into the, a, like a, <laughs> like if it's anything from like let's say like the last two three years. Yeah. Then we'll criticize in that way because it's been like it's now like that. Um. However, so the CGI was like it's quite not. I wouldn't say dated isn't the right word, but it's it's the old type before they started doing more. Yeah. More into the, the more CGI. old school CGI. Yeah, now. yeah. Over the last like twenty years or so. Yeah. Um, that's weird saying that. <laughs> In my mind, I'm still thinking 1990 was 10 years ago. Um, yeah, yeah, good times. <laughs> I was a 90s kid, thank yeah. you. Um, so yeah, like there were bits that I was like, mm, I didn't like, but then there were some bits in this that I was like, this is so much better than the stuff we've got now. <laughs> like, which bits did you think that about? Uh, so the scene, the final battle scene between um, Dumbledore and Voldemort. Uh, with all the lighting effects, you... I know it was lightning, yeah, um, kind of lighting effects and stuff like that. But the minute the glass became sand, when he used to shield, yeah, per- that was so that it was done like that was perfectly done. I did like the bit where after he, uh, Harry kicked Voldemort out of him, yeah, everything just froze, it's hung in the air, yeah, for just a second, then started again. Like yeah, that... it was in that one second, it took like a minute or two for the Harry and Voldemort actually spoke. Yeah, I d- do reckon. Well, Dumbledore was frozen, wasn't he? He stopped. Oh, I never looked at it that way. Yeah, he froze because I think because you saw you saw Harry push Dumbledore uh, push um he pushed Voldemort out as like a black mist. Coming yeah, out. yeah, yeah. The next thing, everything's frozen. Uh, I think he's leaning over Harry, talking to him. Then it all goes back and everyone starts moving, and as Cornelius Fudge comes around the corner, I've never thought of it that way. I just looked at it as for that second it froze. Then the scene happens. But then, no, that, that's a very good point. Like, it's he freezes as he comes. Do you know what? Another thing that I noticed for the first time as well today was he comes out of his heart. Yeah, the chest. Like, he, he comes out of his chest. Not, normally, it's not out of a mouth or eyes, but... It's like where, the, uh, the face would go... Yeah, like, it always seems like it's from their soul or from what they can see. Like, it comes from an aspect, another part of their body. Yeah. But this time, Dumbledore, Dumbledore uh, Voldemort come out of his, his heart, and I was like... Well, because he'd recently filled it with good emotion based on his friends. Yeah, and yeah. Friends. And I think that made me think. Like, I was like, oh, like, I never noticed that before. I just see it was like it was repelling him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. The love he was feeling was like a repellent to Voldemort. That's why he fled from the, straight from the chest to the heart. Yeah. I did like the thing that it did baffle me the first time I watched it. And today, I wouldn't say it confused me, but it took me a second to realize what happened because Voldemort disappears, right? Yeah, the first time, then all of a sudden he's in Harry, and I was like, "Oh, what happened?" Like, like it took me a minute to realize he was in Harry. Like, all, he, all he's got to do is put his body somewhere and he can project his mind through Harry. But I think in this in this version, he pushed himself as a physical form into Harry as yeah, form. yeah, exactly that. Because for some, you know, when you feel like oh, someone's when you watch a film and someone's in someone, it's like their mind and yeah, you know, they take control of it. Even though but the mind you actions in the body would be the person who's controlling them. Yeah. And it was like Harry was controlling everything, but Voldemort was in one aspect of it. Yeah. You know. And if you notice the little visions that were happening whilst they were like backwards and forwards, the, uh, the blacker visions, like the storm clouds, the great flash of green, were slowly getting more powerful. Yeah. Until the friends came around the corner. Then like the, the smiles, the light that had been started growing bigger. And Harry yeah. was stabbing the mirror in the vision. Yeah, yeah. I loved that because he was, it was kind of not beating his reflection because when he looked up, Voldemort was his reflection. Yeah, and then Harry punching it was like, "I'm not. I don't need to see you." It was, yeah. you know, because Voldemort was telling him, "Look at me." Yeah, 
and that, like and we kind of find out like what Dumb uh, what Dumbledore says is or is it something like you you're not an it's you are alike but don't look at that it's how you are not alike or something isn't it it's not how you're similar it's how you're different that's right yeah like I completely butchered that that's right <laughs> but, but yeah that that phrase and I think that was the turning point for Harry to start, try to fight back and then notice he's seen Herm- it wasn't Ron it was Hermione that's why in my mind they would always should have been together yeah well we we'll discuss that when yeah the I, don't say, I don't want to cut off that off but we can when we get to the end of that I think we need to do like a Q&A or an overall summary or something like that yeah. for the series um but yeah, no, like it was seen. But then I feel like he had a brotherly connection. He had a, f- a brotherly connection with Ron, like in a way, like they were close. But yeah. with Hermione, it was a sister, but same could possibly be deeper. I, I would, yeah, I, I don't want to say that the intimate is the wrong word, but no, it's, it's non-sexually intimate. Yeah, like in that in that way, like they they had like a, it was a bond of family. And I mean, when people say like um. When they say something like "you're my family," but it's, blood isn't family. Like, do you know what I no, mean? Choice is family. Yeah, and I feel like Hermione was like that with him. Yeah, because she didn't, not she wasn't ever at a point when she was. Well, they also bond over the fact that, for all intents and purposes, they're both Muggle raised. Yeah, so they're, they're coming to this new world with fresh eyes. Ron has been around magic all his life. Yeah, and it's like he's thinking, so what? Yeah, it's them. So the Muggle born. All the wonder of magic is still there. Seeing a unicorn for the first time, learning how to fly a magic broom, things like that. Yeah. Them more than it would the purebloods. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, but yeah, so I feel like they have that connection. So that was stronger for them. Um, I want to touch on the the whole training montage like, um, of being in the Room of Requirement. Yeah. Um, I think Rock, uh, Harry would make a great teacher. Yeah, so you did say that. Uh, I really do agree. A hundred percent. Like it was, I think it was more, he had a weird method and it wasn't, it wasn't a case of do it like this. He showed them, but he allowed them to have belief in themselves. Yeah. Like, and not a lot of teachers will do that. Like they will, they'll follow the script. Basically a lot of teachers, he goes around, he tells them, he he tells them what to do, but how they do it is their own personal ability. Yeah. Whereas, whereas with Harry, he's, he hasn't got a script to follow. He's no. kind of just the stuff that he used, and like it, it's kind of he's passing on the knowledge that he got from the greatest people that were able to help him, and the fact that he had to battle and go through it makes him the perfect leader to, but well, a perfect teacher. Yeah, not not a leader as such because I feel like he's very he singles himself out. He's at this. We keep forgetting, despite all he's been through, at this point he is just. He's not 17 yet. He's still a kid. No, exactly. Yeah. He's been, he's, that's what Sirius said to him. You're not a bad person. You're a good person that terrible things have happened to. Yeah. I, I don't think he understands what it means to be a leader, but he understands what it means to be a teacher. Like, there's a difference there. Oh, anyone, everyone can teach, but not everyone can lead. Um, the problem is, he basically becomes a leader because of the Dumbledore's army group. Yeah. But then I feel like... See, it's, it's one of those things. If Dumbledore hadn't ignored him, then I don't think this army would need to have been made. Do you know what, do you know what I mean? That is true, because part of it was Hermione... Uh, two things. She was worried about passing the, uh, the owls. Yeah. Which is annoying, because they actually had the owl exams in the book. Yeah. I really wanted to see Harry do his work, but okay. And the second one, she realised that it's not actually as important to pass them if they're all dead. Mm. So, this. Yeah, yeah. Which is a different take on Hermione, because 
she was like, you'll get us killed or worse, expelled. expelled. Yeah. So it's her, she's like, oh. like She's grown she's, up a bit. She's changing. So this is the point where you are seeing them grow, like in a way of, like a maturity level. She says, it's rather fun breaking rules. Yeah, yeah. That's all this time she's just realising. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as we were saying, like Harry's is a great teacher. At this point, he's not a strong leader. Uh, do you think anyone there stood out with everything that Harry was teaching them? There was two people for me that did stand out more. Right. We have Neville. Yeah. I suppose Cho, but that's only because they were trying to make her into romantic yeah. connection. I, I would say, I would say three main ones, but okay. you're right. Cho is wasn't in my list. What were your but, ones then? No, I want finish yours. I want to see if we're quite similar. Well, you said two, and I said two. So I got oh, yeah, yeah. One. Sorry. So you said Neville, Cho, and. If there was another, if there was a third, the little guy, I can't remember his name. Um, I can't think you said Winston. <laughs> it's not Winston, is it? The little ginger guy. Yeah, yeah. That does the uh, stupefied to Harry. Yeah, yeah. I can't think his name. Um, but yeah. So for me, Neville was one of them. Right. Um, <clears throat> Ginny. True. She does uh, destroy him and uh, destroy the thing and turn it to dust. Yeah, and Luna. Oh, that's true. Luna was one of the first to complete her corporeal Patronus. Um, and she does it in a way where she's so... Dreamy. She's, yeah. She's a bit, She's not really as aware of everything around as, as most people are. But at the same time, she seems to be more aware of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, when she was... Because uh, her Patronus is a rabbit, right? Yes. And it was... She got the Patronus out. Because when we had this discussion, as we were watching it, the, the beginning, it doesn't need to see the stag. But you need to have... You could have a piece of the Patronus, not a full one. You could have like a little, uh, you could have like a, a mist projected yeah. for the one to hold the Dementor back, yes. Um, yeah. And then when we see that uh, Luna's is the rabbit and it's it's hopping around her, so it, it's not like it's... It's like, not like the other ones, so it would stand still. It's, it's as crazy and bouncy as her. Yeah, a few of them were free. One of them runs around, I think, knocks one of the Weasleys over. Uh, Ron's... Terrier knocks Neville over. Yeah, so like things like that, you see all that happening and it's a bit like, oh, it's... A little chaotic. But Luna's one just seems like Luna is so free and it's just relaxed and calm. It's not everywhere. No. And it's just with her. Like, she, they're one. <laughs> like, in, in that moment. Well, the Patronus is a, a projection of happy memories and thoughts. And yeah. I'd prefer to think most humans are full of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Problem is, what's your one, your hyena? Uh, sorry, what's your... <laughs> It's not a hyena. No, no. Um, I know. I know that does bring back some bad memories of when we tried speaking of. So, if you have, <laughs> if you haven't heard the uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban episode, go go back and listen. Or if not, then just go over to our Instagram and I'll post the video on. So, I'll this comes full circle. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> so me and Chris done the uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban episode, and I was this was to have been one o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, it was. It was. One. We'd done a few episodes, and at this point, we got delirious when we recorded the podcast. <laughs> I don't remember that much, but go on. Um, and basically, myself and Chris had a conversation about Patronuses. Now, in <laughs> with the Patronus, uh, Chris said that his one's a hyena. It is. And um, I stupidly, being delirious, made the mistake of going, "Oh, what sort of bird is that?" <laughs> oh, God, I don't do, remember do you remember that. now? <laughs> Um, what sort of like, are birds yeah so we, so so yeah so um, Chris when you just said when you said a hyena it just reminded me of um, 
when we had that conversation about high university go and have a watch of that it's on our youtube channel and this um definitely on a podcast and it's on our instagram and stuff <laughs> back to the back to the patronus uh yeah sorry so the patronus um uh, wasn't it a Arabian, uh, Brexian winged horse or something? Yeah, some horse with wings. Not very useful. Sorry, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a horse with wings. You know, I, I was, this is when Pottermore was active. Mm. I went through the whole thing. They take you through like multiple questions you have to answer. Yeah. I don't know why mine's a hyena, but I like it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, not as cool as a hyena bird. but <laughs> Which we need to not make. But, but, I remember... What didn't you do that like preview clip? You showed a picture of the bird. You thought it was or something. Yeah, like for some reason, I was like, it was this bird, and it just looked so like distraught and confused, and had his hair like it just woken up. And you compared it to a feather duster. I thought, no, yeah. when I said, um, when I said, <laughs> I said, it's, it's a bird. It's not a bird. What, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Skippy doo doo Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So um. But the, but I like the idea of the patronuses. Um. And then when it was able to stupefy and... Stupefy is to knock someone out, to render them unconscious. Every time yeah. someone was hit in that class, they just got thrown backwards. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a rep- repulsio spell or something? I, I don't know. See, I feel... Again, it's one of those things where there's a line yeah. and they... Skirt it. Yeah, a little. Like, again, with, with the ending battle with uh, Dumbledore and Voldemort, they weren't saying any spells. They were just waving their wands. Yeah. And stuff was happening. Now, it, visually, it looked amazing. But it would have been nice to hear something other than just and grunting. Like, I'd... please don't. I've just thought something I could say, and it's really not acceptable. <laughs> don't, don't say it. If I have to bleep it. <laughs> then just, just keep it in that mind and tell me off the pod. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, <laughs> tell me off the pod. Or is it going to be funny that I need to? No, it's alright. I'll tell you afterwards. Can it be kept in? I was going to say it's been interesting. Grunting <laughs> each other. <laughs> Delightfully inappropriate. Yeah. Bleep it if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. Um, no one knows what we're laughing about. Though. Yeah, yeah. Just bleep, 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 bleep. Bleep, bleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there were parts, like I said, there were parts that I did enjoy, parts that I didn't. Some of it was confusing. I feel like, as I said, most of this was very filler um, to a degree. There were great bits that were of importance. I feel like we kind of mentioned. Is there anything that we missed? Only the fact that um. Only, only Harry and Luna could see the Thestrals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I was trying to think back when you said that. So basically, the idea of being able to see a Thestral is... So you have to see seems, someone die. Yeah. Harry's seen quite a few, and we're right in assuming Luna see her mum die. Yeah, that's what she told us, yeah. Um, the others can't see them. So have they seen something die? That's what, I was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, did they see someone die? Although my only thought was Cedric at the end. Of Goblet of Fire when he comes back and they see the body. They, they, see, they see a dead body. They didn't see him die. He died before he came back. Right. Oh, to, for, the, for their point of view, as they're flying over the country to get... To, flying from Scotland to get to... That's not me. Flying from Scotland to get to London. Yeah. On a flying horse, basically. <laughs> with no saddle. Those horses are bony. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're, they're flying on something they physically can't see. So that would be absolutely freaking terrifying for me. You're looking down. There's just countryside <laughs> going beneath you. <laughs> yeah, but then and I guess... You say that, but at the same time, if you're just a muggle and then you you can't, no one can see it, <laughs> and you've got like teenagers, <laughs> like you know, with nothing. Like I mean, and and the thing is, it's not like they're holding on to something; they're spread out on it. Well, I think 
Harry was like holding onto the horses. On, on, yeah, yeah. The rest of them were like hugged around. Hugged the, around. Well, you seeing someone flying for the owner, like just, a crouched just, position. Just, yeah, just hugged. <laughs> That'd be, that's a weird, imagine that. But that's a good couple, that's more than a few hours of travel, isn't it, by flying horse, surely? It depends how quick they fly. Mm, I guess so. You know, like from, I mean, I'm not saying it's like, like in an aeroplane, because that's a completely different speed. Yeah. But I guess, blimp. <laughs> is the blimp speed does that <laughs> I guess so like I mean I've never seen a race between a blimp and a thestral no no <laughs> I mean I've never seen anyone die so I can't see a thestral yeah <laughs> imagine, imagine that just on your marks get set and it's just a blimp mm. and a thestral <laughs> the most boring race ever because like you said if you haven't seen someone die it's just a blimp you're watching <laughs> a blimp <laughs> yeah there's nothing um, yeah. <laughs> yeah so but other than that like you said the thestrals were but then I guess it's, I would have liked Harry not to have used a Festral and um, gone on. Broom? No. Uh, you mean Buckbeak? Buckbeak, yeah. I was, trying, I was going to say a Fluffy for some reason, but it's not. Um, yeah, Fluffy's a giant dog with three heads, Cerberus. Uh, I don't know where Buckbeak is at this point. I yeah. think he's, actually I think, I can't remember which book it was in, but I think he's in Grimmauld Place as well at the mm. moment. He's up in one of the bedrooms. So that would have been nice to see, like bringing something else back. Yeah. <clears throat> Other than that, Harry's, um, sorry, not Harry, um, Hagrid's brother. Grop. Grop. It was, I, I didn't get it. Like, it it was just a, a, a moment. Like, is it of importance? Uh, he plays a very minor bit in another movie, in another movie, but that's yeah, about it. Yeah, but that's it. Like, it was like a way to introduce him ready for the next film. They could have introduced him in the next film. Yeah. On in that, do you know what I mean? Um, that, in my opinion, that's what they could have done and like kept him out. Yeah, but no, I don't think it's much else. I don't We've think covered every pertinent point that I can think of. Yeah. Oh, Thingy being um, losing her job, the seeing the prophecy, making the only prophecy that she sees. Sybil Tawarni. Yeah, I think I can't pronounce her name correctly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, She's made two, well, in the book, she's made two real prophecies. Yeah. One, the night she tried to apply for the job, and she made the prophecy involving Harry and Voldemort. Mm -hmm. And one, I believe, in the fourth year, when she makes a prophecy about Wormtail escaping and going back to his master. Yeah. Which both come true. But then doesn't she say that she's in grave danger or something like that? When? In When she said, can you make a small prophecy? Uh, just uh, cease and make a small one. And she says you're in big danger or something like that. Yeah, that's just her. Uh, the te- Tawarni. Yeah. I don't think she can actively access her power. Because mm-hmm. uh, most of the time she talks rubbish. Yeah. The only reason I, I say that is because she says you're in danger. Then they go into the Forbidden Forest and then she is in danger. So is that another prophecy, would you say? Or would you say that's her kind of... I think that's just random. Uh, just like taking potluck with that and yeah, that trying pot- to freak her. That was potluck. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, that wasn't her using any kind of power over it. All right. Well, if if people disagree, then let us know on Twitter and stuff because that'd be another interesting like theory of could she have or could she not have. If you look at both the prophecies she's made, she goes into a trance to do them. Mm. She's very much like this. Her eyes are almost glazed and she's... But in this, she's like, you're in danger. I yeah. She's tried... And... It's just me coming back to hating... Umbridge. Yeah. <laughs> Not Same thing. <laughs> yeah, go on. It's just... Most... All through... I'm not looking at anything. I'm looking... And you look at like historical records of those people who claim to be seers and clairvoyants. They can't just 
turn the power on and make a vision happen. Yeah. So why would that be real in the magical world? Either? I guess. I don't know. Um, it was just a, just a thought, love, because when you were saying about seeing the prop, and then she does say she's in danger. So I just thought, is that another prophecy? It's or an interesting was she... way to make it line up. I've never actually looked at it that way before myself. Yeah. If it, it, it's very funny that it lines up that way, but I don't think it's her using her powers. Again, as we said, it was kind of just plucking a bit of hope yeah. or like a freaking her out of the air kind of thing and just running with it. Um, but no, you're right. Um, but I think we've covered everything, right? Yeah. Cool. Right, so we're going to go on and rate it. Um, I can't even think back what we rated the last one, so we'll have to... Just, we'll go with it and I'll try and recap. But definitely, when we come to the very last episode, um, part two, Deathly Hallows, what we'll probably do is actually tell us, do you want us to do part two and release it and then do another pod on everything that's all on and stick that on YouTube as well? Or would you like us to do a Deathly Hallows part two, but then add like a and a and our other bits in it and make it a longer podcast? Um, overall well we'd have to yeah we'll have to hit let them know and see yeah that. yeah so let us know we'll we'll put that up as a a thing probably closer to the time of what sort of idea we're going to do for a pod yeah um, so 2024 <laughs> possibly 25 <laughs> um, estimate yeah, yeah. but um, yeah so we'll we'll add that on at some point and we'll see because it'll be good to kind of go overall and say what well, we rated this one and this one and this one and this one and kind of see where if our ratings kind of went up or down or yeah you know, it's interesting to see that. Um, all right. So before we get into ratings, there's a couple of ways you can support the podcast. If you want to buy merchandise, whether that be a t-shirt or it be a cup, a sticker, a hat, or anything in between, then um, there's a couple of ways you can do that. If you click on that in our description box, there's a link for Redbubble and Spreadshirt. Redbubble are all uh, accessories. And Spreadshirt is all about t-shirts and jumpers and hoodies and everything else so if you want to go there and buy that stuff then go ahead um, we do have discount codes on the stuff um, if you want a discount code for Redbubble um, tweet us or Instagram us or Facebook us and we can actually invite you to join and then you actually get 10% off excellent so that's another 10% off if you want to do that on Spreadshirt um, our new merchandise code will be up uh, when this podcast comes out and then that will be whatever that percentage of whether that's free delivery 15 or 20% off I'm not sure. We we'll have to see and check with with them at that present time. As again, as I said in the last episode, we now don't have control over that. We they pick what they use, and we pick when we yeah. want to do it out and release it. Um, if you are a fan of anything nerdy and you make stuff nerdy and want it listed, or you want to buy something nerdy, then the best place to do that is www.nerdclub.co.uk. They promote us. We promote them. They're a really cool company. Um, we have a fellow in. Of, a mutual interest, which is Red Dwarf. Um, we found them through um, uh, like a Red Dwarf fan page when we were posting uh, one of our earlier vintage pods. Yep. And they were posting something to do with that and it kind of intersected. Yep. And uh, we've been working with them kind of since the last few pods, which is great. Um, so go give them a follow on their Facebook page and all that stuff. That'll be in the description. And it's also on their website. So if you don't see our description link, just go on their website and all their information and everything where to find them is all on there. Um, and also, if you like people gaming, or if you enjoy watching people stream or stuff like that, then there's a one place to go, which is twitch.tv forward slash splash underscore back. That's our friend James. Go over there and tell him the guys from As Yet Untitled said hello. Finally, if you are feeling a bit thirsty and you do want to drink, then go over to Rogue Energy. 
and put in AYU10 for 10% off. As Chris rightly said, you can do that an infinity amount of times, but not on the same order. No, unfortunately um, not. Sorry, into rating. Do you want me to go first? Yep. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I don't want to judge it just on the fact that we say it's more filler. However, it is more filler. Like, like there's there's parts of it that are important and more percentage of, of this one, I feel like. I say 60-40, it's 40% filler. 60% filler, 40% movie. Movie. Right. Uh, information. Um, so I'm going to judge it off on that. Um, okay. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Actually, that's where I was going as well. Yeah. Like, you kind of, you heard our reasons as to why there was bits of confusion, bits that didn't make sense. You know, like, it, I didn't, I didn't bang on the CGI because like, it's good for what it was. Yeah, like, I mean, there was a lot of it, but there was times when, again, there was so much of it that, but it wasn't disrupting me from the film. Whereas stuff nowadays, I watch it, I'm like, I just don't. Yeah, it's just too much in one go. Yeah. So for that, I'd say seven. And okay. yourself? Pretty much the same reasons. It's yeah. Yeah. Though else I can add, we've gone through so many times about what we think and don't like about it. Yeah, yeah. And what we do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, seven. Yeah. Um, so if you agree or disagree, uh, let us know on our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Twitter, we are AYU. Instagram, we are As Yet Untitled. Facebook, we are As Yet Untitled. Um, follow us on them. Like us. Subscribe. Um, and I believe that's it. Yeah. So let us know on any of the social media platforms if you agree, disagree, um, what your favourite Harry Potter film was. Although we will get into that later um, and kind of do like a, a chat on that Yeah. at some point. Um, and that's it, right? Yep, that's everything. Right, so this is episode 33. Um, any last words? Expelliarmus. <laughs>